Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to LegacyNB.com. Now enjoy some teaching, healing, and prophetic ministry from one of our Encounter and Equip services. Welcome, welcome everyone again. My name is Cindy Hatcher and I oversee the uh, worship team as well as Transform. And this is our Encounter Sunday, the last Sunday of the month. We call it Encounter Sunday, not that we don't encounter him every Sunday, but uh, we are intentional to set aside um, uh, this time to just let the Holy Spirit lead us. So we don't do church as usual on this day, but we are called as Legacy Church to be an apostolic house, which means we are to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That's all of you. Right? We're to equip you, train you, help activate you in the gifts of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a person of the Trinity that we want to know really well. And many of us have been soaking in that teaching from our lovely Bill Byers this weekend. Um, and it's just been, I, I know, amazing. And so I wanted to give Bill an opportunity to go ahead and come and just share. Um, if, if he would share just a brief thing about the breath of God. Um, and... Uh, just to help us to, to recognize the importance of staying in this place of his presence, just because the music has stopped, right? We're still worshiping, right? He's still here. He's still present, and he wants to move. And so I just want to give you the mic. Can you guys you stand and give him honor, the father of the faith over our house? You know, in Isaiah 49, there's this, uh, it's this wonderful messianic, prophetic release of the Spirit of the Lord that came through Isaiah. Look at the time. Okay. And uh, and he comes to the end of that, uh, actually about the middle of the chapter, and he releases this word. Be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people and he will have mercy on his afflicted. And, and it's got this once instructed us to pray, let your kingdom come, let your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And so there's this song that comes out of the Father's heart and, and, and he releases it. Actually, Psalms 113 says that God looks down into heaven. Because, because honestly, heaven is inside of him. And, and, and he looks down into heaven and he releases this amazing song that's in his heart. And the result of the singing of the heavens is immediate joy in the earth. Right? Here. When heaven sings, the song of heaven comes into earth. And he says, when, I'm, when the heavens are singing, then, then the result is... Be, be, not do, but be joyful, right? And, and, he's, and the result of that is that we break out into singing, or it manifests in the earth. And what are the lyrics of the song? He tells us, the need the comfort of the Lord. <laughs> right? And, and, and he will have mercy on his afflicted. And, and this word, for the Lord has comforted his people. The word comfort means to breathe deeply. And so the breath of heaven breathes into our hearts with, 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 a, with this wonderful, wonderful 
reality of just take a deep breath. I shared with, about my daughter, Rebecca, and uh, when she was a little one, if she was frightened for any reason whatsoever, she would just fall spread eagle on the, on the floor, face down, and just give up, just surrender. There were times that she would, that's it, I'm done. And, uh, and, and there were times that she would just stay, uh, pick her up, and, and we would blow into her face to get her to breathe, you know, again. Of course, she's going to breathe sooner or later, but... <laughs> But we would get her to come out of that fear, right? And we would, we would comfort her. We would console her. And, and that's exactly what God does with us. He releases the breath of heaven into our hearts, into our souls, so that we would relax and breathe again. And so let him just breathe into your heart and into your life. It's like the word that came forth earlier that, that, that Cindy shared. You know, you're facing stuff. We all face stuff. And uh, sometimes we just need to relax and breathe again, right? Just relax and breathe again. And then right after that, right after that instruction, he said, but Zion said, the says, can a woman forget her baby? She might. I've been in some cultures, and this is going to sound really crazy, but I've been in some cultures that if the, if the mother was tired of dealing with the baby, she would take and bury it in the sand and leave it. I know, that's a cruel thing. That's heartless, and it's unbelievably selfish, right? But God says a mother can do that. That can happen. He said, but... I will never forsake you, and I will never forget you, and I have inscribed you, I have inscribed you in the palms of my hand. And he did, didn't he? On that cross, the, the, the carving of your heart and your name and your soul is written in the palm of his hand by the nails that pierced his hand. And my name is written there. Your name is written there. And he's never going to forsake you. He's never going to forget you. And, and he's, going to, he's going to comfort you. And he's going to breathe. It's the breath of God that comes into our heart. And that's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes and brings the comfort of heaven down deep inside. And so I just want to encourage you, lift your eyes up and, and let him breathe. Just let him up like my daughter. She'd just give up, just surrender. Just, that's it, I'm dead. You know, I'm done. It's, it's over. Forget it. I'm finished. It's the end of the movie. Bang. No, no, no. Father's going to pick you up when you least expect it, maybe. And he's going to begin to breathe into your nostrils. And that's the way we came into life. And that's the way we're supposed to live. The way that we receive him is the way that we're to walk in him. Let him refresh. And into the areas of your life that, that seem like they're just a real mess. And, and that breath of heaven is going to restore your soul. 
And you're going to lift your eyes up again. And you're going to have the courage of the Spirit of God to take another step and to just keep walking with Him and let Him breathe. Amen? Amen? God breathed out. Adam breathed in and he became a living soul. And that's the way we're supposed to live. Keep breathing. Amen. Thank you, Bill. And I've said this before, but I'll keep saying it. We started with a breath and we'll end with a breath. And we'll be saying his name. Yahweh. Yahweh. I just can't help but tear up every time that happens. Every time I do that, when you think about that, it's just precious to me. Um, I wasn't going to do this, but I really felt like it was really important. Um, again, I don't, many of you guys have heard 2024 and Psalm 24 have gone hand in hand. And just as he was speaking, I felt like the Lord said that again, because many of you need to be encouraged. Some of the words of knowledge that we got about what the Lord wants to do in the service today is he's healing hearts. He's dealing with hearts and he's healing hearts. And I had no intention. I wasn't sure I knew he was going to stir something. But when the Lord brought me up in that zeal of the Lord, I was shaking because I could feel his zeal for you. I could feel his zeal for you. And for you to remove whatever it is that, that you think is in the way of love. Because nothing can hinder his love. Neither height, nor death, nor angels, nor demons. Nothing. So I want to remind you about Psalm 24. It's a Psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and all that it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. For he founded it upon seas and established it upon rivers. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord and who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him. Who seek your face, even Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, that's you. And be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. Amen. Amen. And in this encounter service, what we want to do is we go after healing, emotional healing, physical healing, whatever the Lord wants to do is what I want to release to you. Just a couple of the words of knowledge. I know, again, we did have some uh, specific um, emotional and relational ones. I'll just mention just again, heart stuff, broken hearts, but particularly restoration of marriages. And so I just want to say to you that if your marriage is in a struggle right now, God is, uh, God's eye is on you. For him to highlight this, especially this morning, he is with you in the midst of your relationship. And at the end of the service today, when we have our altar team ministry up here, I'm going to ask that you be bold and come forward and let us pray for you specifically. Let us contend with you. Or remember at the beginning when I talked about the prayer card, go online, fill out the card or whatever. Let us know how we can pray for you and to come in agreement with the victory over your marriage. Amen. 
Amen. Um, there are some words of knowledge for healing. So what is a word of knowledge? It's a gift of Holy Spirit. The reason why we call this encounter is because we, we activate and want to equip the saints for the work of ministry. That word ministry is not about vocational ministry. That word ministry means to administrate. Say administrate. We administrate the kingdom of God. Jesus didn't come to start a religion. He didn't come to start Christianity. He came to build the kingdom. He came to do goodness. And so that's why we do this. Okay, this is to activate all of you. This is not just for the leaders in the church and those who are called to vocational ministry. You are all active in the army of God. Amen. And you are equipped with the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Chew on that one for about six months. I'm very serious. <laughs> It'll wreck you, right? The same spirit who raised Christ from the dead lives and breathes inside of you. You are a walking temple of the Lord. Everywhere you go, you carry him with you. And you extend the borders of his kingdom and the gates of hell, the gates of hell, the gates of hell will not prevail against you. The gates of hell means I'm supposed to go in and take territory. Amen. God is big in you. Even if you feel like you're praying a puny little prayer, God is big in you. And the seed as small as a, I'm sorry, faith as small as a mustard seed, right, can make mountains move if we really believed it. So as I call you, I'll release them to, these are from our prayer team, but I'm also going to open up the, the door for any of you guys in here to just shout one out in a moment. So I want you to just check your body. If you came in and you were just fine, all of a sudden you have a sympathy pain, you have a, a hurt, an ache or something like that doesn't feel like mine and I certainly don't want it, <laughs> right? Or if a thought comes in your mind, if however the Lord speaks to you, a picture, an impression, a vision, whatever it is, I'm going to give a moment for us to be able to release words of knowledge because guess what? If we hear, if we're hearing God, we got to practice hearing God. We got to take a little bit of risk. We got to take some faith to put it out there. And if it's Him, guess what? That means He's doing something about it, because His word never returns void. Right? Sometimes we miss it, so we're going to practice. Okay? Better. Right? And the more we grow in intimacy with Him, the more we'll know His voice. The more we'll align, and the words of knowledge will come. But this is how we do it. So if you have any of these ailments, I'm going to ask you to stand. Um, if there is um, an alignment of spines is one of them. So I'll claim that one for me. I have scoliosis. And so if any of you something that you need your back realigned, um, then please stand for that. Healing of broken bones. Anybody have any broken bones today? Just anything that's broken or maybe hasn't mended correctly? The Lord um, is healing that. And I just heard him say, go after metal. So if you have metal in your body... Um, <sighs> I know, Josh's going to stand for that one every time. If you have metal in your body, uh, just again, uh, the power of the testimony, right? We have seen metal disappear in people's bodies, facts. I can point you to testimonies online as well, video and stuff. But if you have metal in any place in your body, a screw, a joint, whatever it is, any of those things, um, God can remove them, bend them, melt them, change them into bone. Like I, I, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm just going to tell you that it happens. Um, if you have a weakened immune system for some reason, if there's, if you, right, the Lord has the ability to erase every diagnosis. Um, if you're dealing specifically with inflammation, if there's been an inflammation issue of any kind, if inflammation stands out to you, please stand. 
There's also any um, a healing for COVID effects. Anything that you just have not fully recovered from, you know, that thing. Um, we don't give the flu a season. We're not going to give COVID uh, uh, an inch either. So if you still have lingering effects for some reason that you just haven't gotten over, and I know there's this stuff going around and stuff too, and I, I, I always like to prophesy it is not going around. Thank you, Jesus. It is ending right now, right? Our words matter and what we speak. Um, so I'm going to take uh, just a moment. If any of you guys have other words of knowledge that you feel like the Lord is healing, the other one, I know someone uh, said that there's knees, knee pain specifically in both knees. Um, anybody have knee pain? Go ahead and stand for that as well. So those are words of knowledge. God may be touching you now just by the release of the word of knowledge, but if there's any other words of knowledge, shout it out. Stroke, stroke effect, strokes. A persistent cough that just won't leave. Yeah, we kind of we keep going after that one, you guys. I, I feel like someone needs to hear that God's broken hearts keeps coming up and he wants to heal you today. You do not have to hang on to it any longer. It does not have to, quote, take time. So nerve pain in the feet, maybe burning in the feet. That's an issue. Anybody else? Word of knowledge? Addictions? Mm -hmm. Any addiction whatsoever? You may or may not want to stand for that one. I understand. That's okay. God knows. Something with a mitochondria. That's, I like the odd ones. If you know something that's, that's dealing with mitochondria, you might know. Anyone else? Pain in the teeth or the jaw maybe even. Nerve pain of any kind. I feel like God's going after nerves. Hands. Do what? Migraine headaches. Come on, headaches. We don't like those. We're tired of those creeping up. Come on. Okay, I'm making sure you're standing. Uh, any? Okay. Any others? All right. Just by the word, he wants to heal that. So if we're right, then he's working on it right now. So we're just going to stand in faith right now. By standing, you stepped up in faith. So that's me. Here I am, God. Here's the target. God, we thank you right now for the words of knowledge being released right now. We come into agreement that you are the healer. Jehovah Rapha, you are here to heal. Jesus, you paid for it. You paid for every sickness and disease. And so we command all pain to leave now. Whatever needs to come into alignment and order with the kingdom of God right now, we say yes to you, God. We tell everything in our bodies to move now. We call every spirit of affliction to leave now. We bind and rebuke any assignment of the enemy against our bodies in Jesus' name. We release healing right now. We activate angels of healing to smear and to activate healing in those bodies right now to remove and erase any diagnoses. Lord, we thank you for doctors. We thank you for medicine. We thank you for medical people, God. We thank you, but we also thank you that you are still healing and you still do miracles. So we read out. That's what faith is. Amen. Amen. Now you got to test it out. That's what faith is a test, right? So we got to test it out. So if there's a way to test it, I know sometimes you may have to have blood tests or x-rays or something else. But right now, I just want you to test it out. If you had a bone uh, issue in your joint or something, if you had a metal, I'm sorry, metal in, you know, somewhere, and you could usually feel it, that's kind of how we had someone test it. They could feel the edge of the screw, and all of a sudden, it wasn't there anymore. Uh, they could, there was a plate in a leg and they couldn't feel it anymore. There was bone there and said, just weird stuff. If you couldn't bend, if you're one of the knee people and you couldn't really squat, then you need to try squatting. Do something right now to test it out for me.
Take a moment and actually do it, please. Come on, you guys. This is a participation Sunday, okay? This is activation. So we're going to test it out. And if you've noticed anything shift at all, I just want you to wave one hand at me. One hand at me. This is not just by faith I'm declaring it. This is like, no, something has shifted. My pain was an eight, and now it's a six. Like, it's a little bit better, and I'm not making it up. Okay, we got one here. Come on, any more? Two. If something has shifted, one hand. Okay. Now, if there's total healing, we like two hands because we like to be able to really, you know, see the difference if God's moving. This is how we measure, right? If, if, if something has shifted, God's doing something, we don't go, oh, that's it. I guess we'll just deal with, you know, even Jesus prayed twice. <laughs> even Jesus prayed twice to heal a blind man. So we can too. Okay. And so we're going to do it again, but I just want you to test it out. And again, are there any two hands? Any here is completely healed two hands? Okay, that's okay. So we're going to contend again. Let's pray again. Everybody else who's sitting, I want you to extend your hand to anyone else who's still standing because they're still contending. So, Father, we contend for healing. We are not begging. We thank you in advance already. You have already paid for it. So we reach into heaven and we grab whatever is needed and we deposit it right now into every body. We command migraines to go. We command inflammation to go. We command all pain to leave, every spirit of affliction to go in Jesus' name. We command nerves to come into alignment, backs to come into alignment right now in Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. We thank you, God. Now just begin to thank him. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. I am whole. I am whole in you, Jesus. I am whole in you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I am whole in you. I lack nothing. Thank you, God. Amen? Now test again. Test again. Again, if there's any shift or movement, we usually like to, you know, Say from a scale of zero to 10, wherever that number is at, if it shifted a little bit, one hand, one hand. Okay, we've got two more hands up, three more hands up, four hands up, five, six. That's in addition to the others. Thank you, Jesus. So we thank you that you're doing something right now, and we just ask you to increase it all the way to 100% healing. We thank you that you didn't pay for partial healing, God. You paid for total healing in Jesus' name. Any double hands, any completely healed? Double hands up. Anybody? Okay. Okay, we got it. That's why we're doing this. And guess what? There's going to come a day where you're going to run into somebody at work, and you're going to run into somebody at the store. You're going to see someone walking around in crutches, and God's going to tap you on the shoulder, and he's going to say, <clears throat> and then you're going to go step out. Oh, my goodness, what happened to you? Oh, da, da, da. And you're going to pray for them. Can I pray for you? And they're like, okay, sure. And pray for them with a very simple, just like we did just now. Okay, test, can you do mind just testing it out, what you couldn't do before? Y'all, it's really simple. It's not hard because we're not the healer. He is. What's hard is us getting past the fear of man and stepping out. And here's the key. Can I love them more than I love my comfort? Can I love them with Jesus more? Can I love way? Does that make sense? This is going to stretch you. I promise you. But if you'll also go with an expectation and an attention, hey, God, i got to go run to the HEB right now and go get some groceries. Will you put my eye on who you want me to pray for today? Who you want me to talk to? Because if you invite him, he'll show you. You invite him, he will show you. And daughter, you're on assignment. You are on assignment. Every single one of you, everywhere your feet go, you're on assignment. Amen? Amen. Now, um, I am going to go ahead and ask um, our prophetic ministry team to go ahead and come on up. Um, 
so that we can spend some time. We like to activate prophetic ministry, um, praying for emotional healing, physical healing is always good, but prophetic ministry is one that we are really feel strongly called to redeem and mature here at Legacy. And so we believe that every single person can hear God. Every single son and daughter can hear him. If you said yes to him, you heard him at least once. If you haven't said yes to him yet, today is your day. You get to say yes to him, okay? And so we, again, I'm going to say that because I didn't do it earlier. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and hear me, not just Savior, but Lord, okay? Then we want to invite you into that encounter and that relationship. We'll have our, our team available to pray for you at the end of the service. But what we want to do right now is um, we, we activate everyone to hear God by the, the word. And so we believe that you have to be people of the word because that's where we get the truth from, right? But we also need the spirit because the spirit's going to expand on the word and to help us to be able to test everything that comes. So what is prophecy? Prophecy is a gift of Holy Spirit that we exercise like a muscle, like anything else. That's what we're doing. Again, we're practicing hearing God and all the different receptors, all the ways that he can talk to us by word, impression, picture, whatever the triggers are for us that he gives us a thought, impression, whatever. And then we're going to lean into the heart of God to release a message to you from God that we believe the heart of the Father wants to share with you about who you are, about what he's doing in your life, whatever it is. And so we're going to do our best. Scripture says we prophesy in part. We know in part and we prophesy in part, which is why we like team prophecy, which is why you'll hear me coach the team every now and then. Else may have a different interpretation or an extra word on top of that. And that's how the puzzle pieces kind of come together. Amen. And so our job is to do that, but your job is way more important. Your job is to buy the word. But if you don't know your Bible, you don't know if that's really God. And if you have a different picture of God, right, then, then this is hopefully going to increase your ability to know who he really is. Because every time we prophesy, we have protocols in place. Everyone up here has been trained in protocol, and we invite you if you want to participate in that, grow in that. We, ought, we have classes. We have labs. Um, you can join the team as well. Um, but everyone up here has been tested, has been um, encouraged to be coached. And so, again, everyone up here is still learning as well. Okay. And so um, when we release the word, you're to test the word. Does it, does it bring you edification, exhortation, or comfort? has to come with love. If I, if I speak in the tongue of men and of angels, but I have not love, I'm a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. I'm just making noise. Okay. Um, but we also are leaning in, not just like what I'll minimum going to give you an encouraging word. Okay. But if God breathes on it, if it's a prophetic word, then something will be activated inside of you. It is an invitation to more, to see yourself the way he sees you. Right. And sometimes it's something taking place, um, a dream unlocked. But a lot of the time, a prophetic word is confirmation of something he has already been talking to you about. He's already been talking to you and he's like, hey, I'll tell somebody else so that you'll know, yes, that's really me and not you just thinking it's you. Isn't he good when he does that? So we want to do that. We're going to take some time to do personal ministry and we'll leave. If anyone has a corporate, then we'll leave that for the end. But um, uh, who wants to go first? Anybody have? Uh, handsome, bald guy that looks like me. Fourth row. <laughs> I love you already. Um, I saw you pass by me earlier. You know I'm talking to you, right, sir? Yes. We plaid, flannel. It's we're like the same. Um, in the spirit. In the spirit. Super handsome, though. All right. So I saw you walk by earlier, and I, uh, a flashback of the Chosen episode came up, 
and it was Jesus underneath uh, this wagon fixing the dude's uh, axle. And um, I was like, that's fun. I didn't understand that he was encountering God. And in the same way, people are going to encounter God because you're going to be in the same type of situations. They're going to have no idea that they just met God because you were in the room. So I just bless you with that. And may, may it not just be a one-time thing, but may it be continual that people would, would know God because you showed up. And I just saw you floating in an ocean, just calm and floating. But when you tar- start taking those strokes and you start taking the movements that you're called to make, you are going to make some waves. Okay, you uh, in the kind of khaki, yes, you, sir. (laughs) Yes, could you please stand up for a minute, please? Yes. I saw you walk in, and the Lord said, he said, there has been a season that has been happening in your life, and you've had to go low. And when others would have stood up, and come against the things, you went low because you knew that it was on your knees that it made the difference. And he said, to tell you, a general commands all operations that fall within his geographical area. God's generals are those men and women who know how to govern the laws of nature using the supernatural powers of God. Wherever they are sent by God, nature seizes its operations and the spirit of Elohim dominates. And he wants you to know today that because you know how to go low, he's taking you high. You are a general. And when you walk into a room, like Cindy said earlier, you walk standing up recognizing that you are carrying his anointing. And you are carrying him. He is inside of you. And everything that you do, you are his hands, his feet, and his mouth. And he wants to use you in amazing ways. And so we just anoint that recognition of who he is in you. And that that season in the past is gone. We wipe it off now in the name of Jesus. And every single distraction is broken off now. He's taking you to a new level. So you can sit down because everybody knows that we're talking about you right now. But um, as a 20-year Navy man, I don't really have the words for the Army equivalent, but um, in the Navy, they, you would be uh, over in, in charge of fleets. Um, and, and so I'm going to say, in this case, battalions of angels are at your service. But it's even more than that, under your command. They, they ask God to be put in your battalion. They, they ask God because they are excited for what you are are praying about and dreaming about and so I just want you to know that your prayers are are vital in heaven and I declare over you that um, those prayers are effective and they soften the battleground for all the soldiers that are going after your prayers in Jesus name 
So I have an add-on as well. I saw you uh, doing carpentry work, especially like just running the two by four through and like just making, shaving off that little bit of extra. And I felt like the Lord was saying that you get raw materials and you make something sturdy and usable and beautiful out of it. But I felt like the raw materials is people. Um, that you're blessed to, to be given to people together with yourself and with others, and then they're made into this piece of furniture, this beautiful piece that's usable, that's sturdy, that has a purpose, that is strong and foundation. So I just want to bless you that you are a carpenter of men and that you do a wonderful job, and the Lord blesses you, and that's who you are, and be proud. Um, so I, I see you, like, breaking the rules, and, you know, here on earth. You know, like when he said general, you're a general of the kingdom. You're not a general of the earth, and so the, the rules in the military here on earth are, are different than of the kingdom, and so you're, you're going against that, and I get um, this picture of, well, it's funny because we're, we're watching um, the reacher. It's probably not the most, you know, um, good one, but I see that. Like, he's like, I give you about five seconds to walk away. Otherwise, I'm about to show you what's up, you know, and like, that's what I see. And, you know, the enemy is like testing the limits. And if he comes forth, it's like, boom, supernatural strength, bam, 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 bam. And, and they're just down. And that's like the power that you carry. This supernatural strength is what the world says that you are, you are busting through those barriers. And that's what I see. So I just bless you with that. And this lady right here, yes, yes, <laughs> in the chair, yeah, second chair, um, second row, uh, first chair. So I, what's her name? Cindy. Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Um, yeah, I, just your smile. You carry, I, I just see the Lord igniting. Like, you already have joy, but I see an igniting of joy over you that the Lord is just about to explode like a fountain of joy you know that song that talks about like the fountain of joy and the river of, of joy like that is what he's doing I just see igniting of that and I was I was looking at you and, th and that's what I heard and then I, I it's funny because then I saw like red on my peripheral vision and so I somebody might have add on but I just want to speak to the people wearing red like I just heard the Lord say fire he is igniting fire on you right now. And like a forest fire cannot, it's hard to stop. It's very hard to stop. And so I just, but, but just like, it's like a domino effect. And wherever you go, wherever you go, if you are wearing red, maroon, or whatever it is, like you're in the middle of, of, of everyone else. And it is being unleashed. And so I just release that over you. Fire. Say it. Fire. Yes. So so Cindy, I know your boys have red hair. <laughs> Come on. So I just released fire on your family. And so I know your mama's heart has always been like so for them. But, but I release fire on your family. And I just bless your family to have fire on each one of them to have encounters with God in Jesus' name. New word. Uh, this is for Chaz, Bentley, Nikki, and you in the kind of khaki vest. So if you, this is for you four, okay? Um, and I feel like you guys have all been riding a wave in business. Um, and y'all have been doing well riding the wave. Um, but it's time for you to jump off the surfboard and dive deep. And you're going to realize, you, you know, you think of surfing as shallow water that you're surfing in. But, but God has some depths that he's going to take you to when you uh, lose the security of your, what you know with riding the waves. Right? And, and he's going to take you into time of diving deep with him. 
Okay, and I think that's a business word for some of the business type venture. So the gentleman sitting next to Chaz, the one with the hat and like the green, hey, what's your name, sir? Jason. Jason, I heard that correctly? Okay, good, because sometimes names rhyme, and then I get the wrong one. Hey, Jason, um, so I saw you actually standing before the Lord, like in the Holy of Holies, and taking off your hat and being face-to-face. And I feel like you're just stepping into this new area where he wants to see all of you, and you are ready to see all of him. And, like, there's nothing being held back from you. I want you to know that he is ready for you to see all of him. Like, there, I don't know, there's been, like, almost a veil, like, a very thin veil. Like, so you've seen a lot. But I just declare today's the day that the veil drops. Today is the day that you see all of his goodness and he sees all of your goodness and you see that you're going to have visions and dreams where you are in the Holy of Holies speaking face to face with the Father and all he is doing is staring at you and saying you are good, you are loved, and I am well pleased in you and that will restore everything and and set everything in place for you. So when I looked at you, uh, I uh, have a biblical um, cartoon about the birth of Jesus, the nativity, and you look like the character of Zechariah, the John, John the Baptist's father. And um, what, I, what I got from that is um, even in your gray-bearded age, he's going to birth something into your life right now. He's birthing something into your life that's new and incredible and will proclaim the glory of God and, and the gospel of Jesus will be proclaimed through whatever new thing he's doing in your life. I'm wrecked. Um, what I, and I'm, I'll be real careful with it. I just saw that there's been a lot of things in life that has created a gore, like trial, trauma, things like this that have taken place. And I just told the Lord saying, I'm killing the gore that's like almost held you back like this, like uh what's the uh, tissue that builds up scar tissue in your heart and I, and I really saw the lord like returning a level of flexibility back to you and i feel like part of it is in your heart and I, and I really saw the lord like really intentionally reach into your heart and just begin to very gently with a scalpel cut out some of the gore some of the barnacles were on it just things like this because he said through it all i never lost your heart but more importantly jason you never lost my heart Look, the Lord just wants you to know, I know your heart never left mine despite some stuff that's taken place in your life. And I had no idea other than what the Lord's telling me right now. And he's, he's wanting to rise up into this place when they said getting up to that place, being able to do, you're going to be able to declare, wait a minute, I've been through some stuff, but the Lord has been good. And I feel like he's going to begin to give you these places where, where there's going to be people who have had this been bound up by gore, almost like horror movie type stuff. And all of a sudden, the Jesus like walked in and killed the murderer. Do you get what I'm saying? Like on the cross. And then there's this place of restoration. I believe that you're about to enter into what Job entered into after a time where everything was killed off. And all of a sudden it's like, no, there's a restoration coming back in your life, Jason. Like the Lord's not, he's bringing back what you've lost, but he's adding to it. And I just see your joy beginning to multiply, your hope beginning to multiply. And, and because of that, he wants you to speak it. And be bold at what he's doing. So I just release life over you right now. I just declare you're a son in whom the Father is well pleased. I just declare right now you are not identified by the gore. You're identified by the love of Jesus. And there's a restoration coming. Come on. 
Excuse me. If you don't mind, we're going to get family here real quick. You are a mighty man of God. You are a mighty man of God. I just declare right now that you're well, the Father is well pleased with you, that before Jesus did a single thing on the planet, his son. And I just released right now a baptism of love. Just wreck him with your love right now. I just, I just cancel the assignments of the enemy against his life, and instead I release right now the assignment of heaven into your heart, into your life. And there's this moment when Jesus went to the mountain of transfiguration, and, and the veil that had been on him in this dimension was lifted up in the, in the heavenly dimension, and you all of a sudden the bright light. And the same thing happened where the, 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 the father says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And I hear the Lord say the same thing because you're going through a transfiguration moment. What you've been marked by is actually being peeled back. So the, what, the Lord feared of fear, but of one of a power, love, and a sound mind. So come, Holy Spirit. Thank you for a divine appointment. In Jesus' name. Yeah, come on. That's so good. That's just an affirmation. I didn't say it at the beginning, so just so you know, any words released, if they resonated in your heart, you pull on them. I feel like there's more like Jason in the room that are like, I know that I'm supposed to do this, but fear is keeping me back. And, and my favorite phrase about fear is just punch fear in the face. Just punch it in the face because the top two weapons that the enemy wants to use against us is fear and shame. Fear and shame. Yeah, he likes to roar at it like a lion. He carries that. But like, but seriously, like, real, like punching fear in the face is so important. Yeah, Chaz. Yeah, that's so good. All right. Um, not yet. You have a new word. This one is for the couple right here. The red plaid with glasses and a beard. Nicole. And what's your Is that your wife? What's your wife's name? Nicole. Uh, so sometimes when it lands on me, I get like two or three words, and I don't know where God's going to go with this. Um, but I see the ministry of home upon you guys. The ministry of, you've been called to family. You carry a breaker in that, I believe. That there's, there's, a, there's a oneness with you guys. It's not two people that love each other going in two different directions. I just sense that both of you are called to the same direction. There's a oneness, a lockstep that he's called you guys into. And so I just wanted to just speak that out and declare that and honor that and just bless the fact that you are called to family and you're called to rise and you're called to victory. That there are some things that have been, mm, just good, get behind me, Satan. And they're getting behind you. Nicole, the victory is coming. The victory is coming, Nicole. And sir, I believe I, I, you're an eagle and I believe that you've been locked up. I open the cage. You're called to soar. You're called to fly. You're not called to crawl. You're not called to walk. You're not called to settle for. You're called to soar. You're a dreamer. 
He's called you to dream and he's called you to speak out that which he gives you and call it into existence. So you need to soar. Um, just kind of going off what he was talking about in just family. Uh, do y'all have children? Yes. How many? Two. Okay. For y'all, um, in abundance with your children, um, I don't know if there's been like an attack over the family and over the children in particular, but I just, I just want to bless your family, bless your children, and um, I just release that on you. I think that's just all he wanted me to do is just to bless y'all. I declare blessings over you and your children and more and more to come in Jesus' name. I have a new word? Okay. All right, so Jordan, haha, calling you out. Um, so I got a word for you during worship. Um, what I saw was you were like standing and there's two roads. One's going one direction, one's going the other. And you're not really enthusiastic about either. And I feel like the Lord said, today's the day that mindset's broken, that mindset's broken, and there's actually like 12 roads. And I actually see them like curving, so you can't see the end, but each one of them looks super exciting. And so I want to bless you with new ideas. I want to bless you that the Lord is showing you that there's other ways, and I see it as your future. Like, these are different paths that you can take. And I just bless you that there's exciting futures for you. I almost saw them like little toy cars on there. Like you could push this one a quarter of the way, and then you could push the next one halfway, and then you could just start 10% on this one. And they're all super exciting and fun. So I just declare that like your future is not boring. Your future isn't just this or that. Your future is exciting for you to take that are actually like are going to blow the socks off of people. So I just declare that you have ways in your future that are unlike anyone else's. That's why you got these 12 avenues. There are, there are ways that no one else takes. They either do this one or that one. But he's showing you there's more. So I just bless you that you're going to have fun in your life, that there's excitement in your life, and that there's, it's going to be so exciting you're not even going to know which one to start first. But each one is blessed. Each one is anointed. Each one is good. And so I just bless you with just that mindset's gone, that shift is coming in right now in the name of Jesus. And he's just going to download, oh, I do like doing that. I could take that further and maybe make that a business or do a YouTube video on that or whatever the heck it is. I don't know, Jesus. I saw 12 of them. See this opening up for you and just excitement. So I just bless you with that. Um, I feel like I feel like I'm going to add on to this word, but I feel like it's also in the room. The Lord just said, "I break confusion off." When you are a multi-talented person, I know this. I've had to war after this too. We tend to play small, passionate people, or whatever. But we cannot apologize. Any of you who are a multi-talented, multi-passionate people, God is calling you a ten-talent person, right? Like it's not your fault that you're a ten-talent person. You're supposed to steward and multiply the ten-talent though, so that it feels like it's a little weightier. It's a little harder. It, it, it brings a little bit of confusion. That's what the enemy wants to do is bring you confusion. But he, the father is going to pull all those things together and be able to, just as she said, to give you the path. But I feel like there's more people in the room that that's going to resonate with, that you're a multi-passionate visionary type of person. You have multiple gifts. Like, is it this? Is it that? Is it this or that? Like God just says, steward what's in your hand right now. Be faithful in what he's given you right now. Stay in the present. And then he's going to show you the next steps as you go. But to stop playing small and stop apologizing for having the 10 talent because you're still supposed to multiply it. So you just steward what's in your hand. Amen. So when, when, she, when Erica was prophesying, I felt that that word is for your house. 
And I don't want to prophesy into what I know. But what I do see and what I do know, what I am forthtelling, is your breakthrough is coming. You've stayed the course. Continue to stay the course. Help is on its way. Help has arrived. The prayers that you cast up in darkness, in the tears, and the frustration, when you felt all alone, he was there, and there are more and more angels because you've got great things ahead of you and your household. So I declare breakthrough. I declare change. I declare growth. I declare partnerships. I declare multiplication over your family. In Jesus' name. Um, so Jordan, um, when she was talking about the multiple word that proceeds from the mouth of God, I was seeing the Lord put actually not just bread on some of the paths, but I was seeing him put cake on some of the paths. And so there's like cake trails for you. So it's going to be really sweet for you. So I'm just going to say, follow the cake trail. Yeah. Sir in the third row. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, he's going to prophesy over you. Yeah. So I just, I just saw God and him looking down at you and saying how proud he was of your heart because you were crying and you were moved by every prophetic word that somebody else got. And he said, I'm not going to leave you out. He says that there's so much wisdom inside of you, but that's from love. And that he is sending sons for you to release wisdom to so that it will continue on to future generations. And it's not done. There's going to be more and more and more, even at this age and stage of your life. So I bless you with that. And I declare over you that it's going to be more fun now doing things with God than it ever has been in the past. In Jesus' name. And I prophesy a Caleb anointing over you right now that your latter years are greater than your former and that you are just as strong now than you ever were before. And I just see faith and boldness arising into you to explore. But it is because you're pure hearted, because you have a zeal of the Lord. You are hungry, but you are pure hearted, a man of the word, but most importantly, a man of presence. He said, you're like David in the presence a man after God's own heart. So he sees your pure heart. I bless you. In Jesus' name. Uh, very briefly. This morning, we, I had my miracle on Friday. And I do my Bible study no matter where I am every morning. When I got here, I realized I did visit the church last year, a little over a year ago. But I'm gone a lot. So this morning when I Googled it up, it was a sermon you were giving when you baptized a woman in the Holy Spirit right around this area in late November. So I headed over here, and I remembered you. I just wanted to say that Friday was Dida came, and it was the most amazing thing. And I just wanted to come worship and be with people. And when I got here, I realized I'd been here before, and I just, God bless you guys. God definitely has his hand on y'all. I just didn't, I wanted to come share and worship today because God showed up big time. Praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. So just a few final words that I have. 
Um, Greg, I feel like the Lord is highlighting you in this season right now, and I feel like he is pulling you out into the front more. There, I don't know if there's a transition at work or if there's a promotion, but I hear the word promotion. Um, it could be in the spirit, but I actually feel like there's something that God is unlocking for you right now in this season for you to be seen and known. You like to stay hidden and you like to stay behind the scenes. You're humble-hearted and pure-hearted, but there's a boldness and a fire that God has been breathing upon you. I know what happened on Thursday. But I'm just going to say to you, in the spirit, you are mighty and you are bold and you're a leader and God is calling you to the forefront. There is a promotion for you right now. And I, I just feel like he's saying, step into it. It's already here for you. Um, and so, and I feel like that's coming. And uh, Natalie. I feel like um, the Lord highlighted you to me as well. And I feel like when we were out doing the prayer assignment, the Lord reminded it this morning. He said, just as what you did in that prophetic act to break and, and do something to shift an atmosphere, to uncover darkness, to destroy witchcraft, all those things. Like there's an authority that God has given to you that he's actually increasing upon you to step in. And I release an impartation of the prophetic anointing that is already on your life. He has already been showing you things. He's been giving you dreams. He's been giving you visions. And I hear him saying that you have stewarded very well those things. You've not known what to do with them, but because you've pressed in and because you prayed for them, he's actually releasing more to you. He's actually given you a sight to be able to see, like I see a telescope being placed in front of your eyes right now. And it's going to take you like a tall tower that you're going to see like farther, three, four, five times farther than you could before, because that's part of the calling that is on your life. Right. And it's not going to be hard. For some reason, I, I hear like he's having to like tell her it's not hard. It's not going to be hard. Like it's going to be fun. It's going to be easy and it's going to be delight because it's already in you. And he's going to help you figure it out. And then the last one I have is um, the woman here in the glasses behind Jason with the brown. Yes, you dear. Um, yeah, Georgia. Okay, so Georgia, I, I feel like the Lord um, highlighted you and he said that there's a call of intercession on your life like Anna the prophetess. Um, and, and she's named Anna the prophetess, which tells you she is prophetic. And so you see, you hear, you know, you hear his voice, but there is a place in deep, intimate worship that you carry in him in the secret place and in intercession. And I hear him calling up that intercessory gift inside of you to pray, because when you pray, you pray sweet prayers. You pray sweet prayers, and he loves that, and he loves it. And I see you actually right now. I see you dancing in worship. I see you moving and shifting. Um, I don't know if you dance, but I just see prophetic dance where you're moving. When I move with my arms and I dance, like I can feel the winds. I can feel the fire. And I feel like the Lord is giving you an authority to activate shifting in atmospheres, and it's a full-body experience. It's a full body experience. So like a dancer, her, their whole body comes into agreement with whatever is moving, whatever is shifting. And I feel like God's given you a prophetic gifting in that. But I hear right now you're in a season of intercession. But the, the shift has to be the happy intercessor. Like a lot of times when we're called into intercession, it's easy for us to get into travail. It's easy for us to get into ache. It's easy for us to, to war in the deep place with God. And that's good where we've got to do that. But there has to be a breaker that comes forth in joy where we laugh at the enemy. And it's a delight and it's easy. And, it's, it, and, and that actually causes you to come up higher. And so we war best from that place of rest, that peace within, but we war with our worship. And I feel like he says you war with your worship and he delights in that secret place that you have held with him and for him. So I bless you in that, in Jesus' name. Um, cor one corporate word. Yeah. So um, 
when someone was prophesying over Jason and was talking about the veil being lifted, I did feel like this was for you, but then I also heard the Lord say it was for everyone. And I've been kind of uh, slowly studying back into Corinthians, and as it's being illuminated and revelation is coming, I just feel like it says, therefore, having such a hope, I use great boldness. And, And each one of you are saying this, I use great boldness in my speech. Um, I am not like Moses who used to put a veil over my face so that the sons of Israel would not stare at the end of what was fading, but their minds were hardened for until this very day at the reading of the old covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so it's talking about, I I just feel like it's saying, is that the veil is lifted and and um and because you have received the lord but we all with unveiled faces looking as in a mirror i with unveiled face now looking in the mirror at the glory of the lord i am being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the lord the spirit and so i just release that over all of you that you take those words and you put yourself in that place in jesus name So, Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for this morning. Lord, would you seal these words deep within our heart, God? I thank you, Lord, that you still speak today. And, Lord, even for those that may not have felt like they got a personal word, God, you're talking right to them right now. So we thank you. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you for the healings that have taken place. We thank you for the encouragement that's been released. And God, it is all for you, Jesus, to receive the glory and the reward that you are due. So we release it back to you. And we love you. God, I pray blessing as we go, Father, that you give us eagle eyes to see who you want us to target next, that we are a blessing to those in the restaurants. We are a blessing to those in our neighborhoods. We're a blessing to those around us. You have blessed us to be a blessing. So send us out on assignment, God. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.